Okay, so who, who uses academic research produced by academics at Parliament? Um, we've, got the House, we've got House of Commons Select Committees, House of Lords Select Committees, uh, the House of Commons Scrutiny Unit, um, House of Commons Library, House of Lords Library, Parliamentary Office of Science and Technology, and uh, Public Information Services at Parliament. Um, so those are the different areas of Parliament that might be accessing and using academic research. So what I'll do now is just, just take you through those sections. House of Commons and House of Lords Select Committees, we will start off with. I'm sure that uh, you are very aware of select committees. You may well have seen oral evidence sessions um, on the news. You may have been to them. You may have contributed to select committee inquiries in the past. Uh, just very briefly, select committees are groups of MPs, groups of Lords, very occasionally groups of, of both of, uh, for joint committees um, that do a very detailed scrutiny of different aspects of the government's work. So they conduct inquiries into different uh, policy areas or specific topics um, and they will put out calls for evidence for those uh, particular topics. This is one of those times when evidence probably doesn't mean what you would think of as evidence. Uh, anyone can contribute a submission, which we would call an evidence submission, to that select committee inquiry, answering questions um, posed by the committee. So there's written evidence taken, there are oral evidence sessions, which are the ones you might have seen with the uh, horseshoe table and witnesses come to talk to the committee. And with all of that information collected by the committee, they will... Uh, uh, create a report which is uh, make some recommendations to the government department to which that topic is relevant. So uh, that's a very kind of brief overview of what select committees do. Um, I'm going to pass you over to Graham um, as obviously a clerk of a select committee, so practitioner in that field, to just say a, a bit of a, a few words about how you might use research and the ways that you can get involved. The committee usually has a good idea who they want to invite in advance. But then there's always space, or invariably there's space, to invite people who've submitted compelling written evidence. It may be raises as many, as, raises as many questions as it answers. Um, and so, also, if, if the committee says, well, we must invite an academic to give evidence, they're going to usually go for an academic who submitted evidence rather than one who hasn't. So you immediately increase your chances of being invited if you submitted evidence. That's, you know, they've made that decision you know, uh, to, to have an academic in. I, I can give an example of that, actually, because in the com uh, Communicated Climate Science inquiry that I was working on, um, the more technical inquiries, actually, quite often you do get academics to begin with, just to inform the committee, because actually quite often the committee members don't know, they, they know it's an area of interest, they don't know that much about the details, so you, you quite often have academics in the first couple of sessions. Um, and actually we had two sets, so we had actually the Glasgow University Media Unit, I think that's group, unit, because they'd done a very good piece of research on communicating science, uh, climate science in the media. Uh, and actually we found them because their research was online and we found it. But we also had a selection of scientists, a communication scientists, who'd actually submitted evidence to the committee and they made a whole other panel. So it, it happens both ways, but quite often at the beginning that's what it, you get the more academic side of it and then you get in more into the politics and the policy towards the end. If there was a particular gap uh, in maybe the public's view on, on something, we aren't quite sure where the public stands on this, then we could commission, you know, um, a, an opinion poll, and we have done that before, other, other select committees have done that. If, on the other hand, you're asking about, um, you know, uh, how, how safe is this vaccine, then um, 
we would obviously we'd go out to the um, the, the medical community to ask uh, for, for advice. We'd probably go to official bodies like NICE, um, people like that. Um, but as I say, we wouldn't commission our own clinical trials. Uh, and if someone wanted, you know, to get a, a, a tighter figure on the, the mass of the Higgs boson, we're not going to commission the construction of a large hadron collider, you know. So, so we, we are limited with the amount of uh, primary research we can commission. We're, we're really looking out for people who might know already, or who, who knows who might know. There's also a point here about um, how uh, aware people are of the work you're doing, because uh, especially the academic work. You know, if, 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 if you're doing an inquiry, like I was doing on communicating climate science, and certain groups or bodies, organisations that are fairly high profile, don't submit something, you might go to them and say, are you aware of this? Are you submitting? Why aren't you submitting? Actually, we'd really like you to. Quite often they do. But if we're not aware, and, and you know, the committee has specialists, but committees cover a very broad sub-area subjects, so they're not going to know in great detail necessarily all the academic work that's going on in an area. So quite often is the higher your profile, the more likely somebody might come to you and say, you haven't submitted, you might want to submit. But otherwise, you do need to be quite proactive, I think. I think one of the reasons we're here is because we'll often go to our comfort zone. I think um, in terms of the work of our department, Parliamentary Office of Science and Technology, we do try and point out where there's gaps in evidence or where evidence is particularly weak or, or strong in certain areas. But I think from looking at it from an academic's perspective, um, generally parliamentarians will want to hear about a, a broad, like the broad kind of field of research rather than a particular study. So if you can draw on knowledge that um, kind of brings together what's known in a particular area, then that's going to be a benefit. And I do think, though, um, bearing in mind what Elena's just said, I think it is important to point out when you do talk to parliamentarians, you know, where the evidence uh, or the research is particularly patchy. And if you, they are interested in your personal mm, views, but it's yeah. just about pointing out that this isn't based on evidence, but in my opinion, you know, blah, 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 but the evidence doesn't show that yet. So I think you can say that. It's just about being clear where your opinion starts and where the, the research stops. Thank you so much. I think we've, we've kind of dug quite a lot into select committees.